Nations tournament being played in Cardiff? It sounds almost too good to be true. Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. But that's what's kicking off this weekend when Scotland under-20s face Ireland at Cardiff Arms Park, Wales playing Italy at 8pm with England and France in the middle. The start of four weeks of three games a day at six-day intervals. With Gareth Williams stepping up to the senior squad full-time coaching, Ewan Cunningham takes over the head coach role of the 20s and of course he's had a few years coaching with the Scarlet's forwards and has recently been director of rugby at Llandovery as well as helping out with the Wales 20s. So given what everyone's been through over the last 18 months or so, the delays and the inactivity, what's the reaction to the squad getting together? Well, the mood in the, in the camp is one of excitement. These boys haven't played for over a year. And I think that's been the, the biggest sort of challenge for us is to get them ready to perform again, getting them up to speed with regards to just the contact side of the game, trying to do 15 on 15 as much as we can in training and increasing our contact. I think as part of their development as well, they've got to learn how to win in a, in a Welsh shirt. I think that's really important. And how they do that over the next couple of weeks will be massive for the rest of their, their careers, really. So regarding expectations, I think it's first and foremost, it's we're delighted that we can get the players back playing. That's the biggest thing. And um, seeing these guys performing in a Welsh shirt and hopefully delivering what we've put in place. I suppose there's been some regional A games a few of them might have played. The obvious ones have played, haven't they, at, at regional level, like San Costello and Joe Hawkins, Carwin Tupelodou has uh, had some opportunities with the Scarlets, but not many of them at all. Probably some of them played their last game at age grade international last year. How difficult is that to get over? God, 15, 16 months of no rugby. What can you do to make up for lost time? Is it just you have to make use of every minute you have together? Is that basically it? Yeah, that is a massive part of it, but also... Trying to get as much 15 on 15 in training and match scenarios and increasing the contact under quite strict conditions. The medical team have done a great job with us, making sure that we stay on top of that and give the boys the best chance to set them up to succeed, really. The ones that people won't have seen, for the obvious reasons, has been no rugby. Which of that group are you kind of most excited of working with and seeing out in the park? Oh, there's a lot of talent in the, in the group up front. You know, people like Dal Jenkins, the second row is been training exceptionally well. He's one that uh, we're excited to see going. Garin, the loose head, has played a fair bit of the Ospreys. He's come into environment and got leadership as well. So he's going to be one that we're looking forward to see going. Yon Evans, the centre, he's stepped up in our environment. We'll read the outside from the Dragons. So there's some talent there that we're looking forward to seeing on the field. Can you um, talk us through why you went for Alex as skipper? Obviously, a few people you could have gone for. What was it, the qualities you saw there? Oh, he's, he's got an old head on young shoulders, he's mature, he speaks well, he understands the environment and uh, knows what's needed to bring. He's got respect within the group, respect within the management and the coaches and he thoroughly deserves to lead this group in this campaign. Just talk me through, obviously, your return to the, the 20 setup. how excited you personally are to do it and maybe a bit about the land every job you've been doing. Well, it's been great, it's great to be back, the last coach of 20s in 2012 and, and 2013. So it's it's great to be back and I'm um, enjoying working with a talented group of coaches who are great people and uh, looking forward to going through the next four weeks with them. The link with the role in Kandavri has been helpful as well, being on that cold face of that, that age group and learning about who's out there at the moment. It's been a big help regarding player depth in Wales, 
the talent uh, that we've got across the Welsh regions as well as in RGC. So, yeah, it's been, it's been very helpful. It's made me self-reflect a lot, you know, and think about the learnings I picked up working at that level and then makes you think about changing maybe your coaching style or picking up some things that you want to work on. And it's been a great opportunity for me. Can I just ask you about Christ Chizunza? Hopefully I'm saying that right. He looks a real physical prospect. Just talk to me a bit about him and how excited you are to see him in action. Yeah, he's a, he's a superb athlete. You know, he's very dynamic. As you said, he's a specimen. So we're excited to see him grow within our, within our group over the next five weeks. So we've been working together now for the last uh, four weeks. Just seeing him grow in his game, understanding, building on his strengths and also developing some of his work on. So really looking forward to seeing him go over the next uh, four weeks. And how excited are you to be playing all of the games in Cardiff? Uh, it's quite unusual. It is unusual, but uh, we're super excited to have a home Six Nations. It's going to be fantastic for us. You know, Italy are going to be a tough challenge. First game up, traditionally, they've done really well at this age group. And they've done well at 18s coming through. Therefore, they've got a pool of players that have been together for a few years. But we're excited to hopefully start well, especially in Cardiff and um, hit the ground running. Given your experience, very successful time at Scarlet's as part of the backroom team, what do you think you can bring to this role? I just, just like you said, a bit of experience. Knowing what it feels like to win is important. Creating the environment to allow people to express themselves and get better. I think that's one massive, massive area, not only as players, but also as coaches, backroom staff. I think challenging them to make them better and also help development pathway regarding future players for Wales. It's just learning from working with experienced test players and bringing that to this level of rugby. What are your thoughts on this new sort of format to playing these games in, in sort of quick succession? I think it's great. You know, firstly, we're privileged to have the opportunity to play after a tough, tough year of uncertainty. But I think it's great. It's great for these, these young players to know what it's like to turn around from a short turnaround from back-to-back playing test rugby, understanding the importance of, you know, how to recover properly and possibly do more work off the field than on it so they can perform on match days. I think that's going to be a massive uh, learning curve for these young players. And also seeing people play in three games a day is going to be exciting uh, for people to see. In some ways, this is probably the easiest Six Nations campaign ever because they're all at home. And in many ways, it's the hardest ever because of the lack of action of players. So between those two extremes, where do you see the challenge? I think that the challenge, first of all, is to, is to see how these boys adapt in their sort of first game back the majority of the group and uh, intense pressure preparing the emotions, dealing with their emotional side as well. A lot of these guys are going to be exposed to this level for the first time, which is going to be great for us to see how they do deal with that. And then being able to stick to what we put in place and hopefully could see us um, get the win on Saturday against Italy. For yourself coming into this role at relatively short notice, how important was it to have the involvement that you did before? And what happens long term? Do you go back to Slandavri at the end or do you stay with the WIU now? It's good to be in this role and it's also been good to work closely with Gareth Williams. He did a great job with the 20s and also growing that link with the senior coaching group I think is important. Transition from players can happen very quickly and the knowledge that we can gain from them at this age I think is really important for the next step and development. Moving forward, I'm still involved with Kindavri and enjoying that role but also you know, I'd really enjoy to grow this and, and make it into something that's going to be successful for a long time for Welsh rugby. 
what about you know the success of previous teams like in 2017 the likes now of James Botham, Reese Carey, Owen Lane all now you know very household names on the circuit and on the cusp of the Welsh seniors setup how much motivation do you think that provides uh, to your players? I think it's huge. Again, it's, it's how quickly things can happen for these players. You know, we were lucky. Wayne Pivak came in and spoke to the group last Friday and just said how quickly things can happen. And, you know, you look at Ben Carter, he can still play at this age group. I think that's the realisation these players have got to look at if they can work hard enough and I'm sure they can physically deal with the demands of the game. I'm sure that things will happen quickly for them. Wayne Pivak, obviously you, you know him well from uh, the Scarlet. Um, do you reckon your relationship with him will help uh, the players and uh, to see a pathway forward and the same kind of structure? I think having alignment is really important uh, in any sort of elite sport and making sure that seamless transition from an age group or an A team, etc. into the first team with the same thought processes will help uh, the Welsh game, I'm sure. So, Alex is the man as captain. An old head and young shoulders, according to his coach, so what did he make of that compliment? Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> pleasant to enough, but it's just how we all conduct ourselves, really. I don't really think too much into it. It's just as long as I give 110% everything I got, every time I come to training, every time in a game. I know I've done my job, but yeah, it's nice to hear. Can you give us a little bit of background about uh, where you're from and which club and school you sort of started on your rugby journey? From Aberdeen. And I played for Aberdeen since since I could run, really, so two, three, four. And then I went back to football, same, same as Dan. Uh, I went and played Cardiff City together. I fell my love with rugby again, and I knew it was for me. So I started back uh, under-15s to Cunavali, and then all to the blue setup, and eventually got to Wales 18s, which was a massive privilege. And then just kept working hard. Now we're here now, so I'm really excited for the challenge ahead. So were you part of the Cardiff City Academy? And if so, during what ages, uh, Alex? Yes, Cardiff City Academy around 13 to 14. Played there for two years. Didn't really enjoy it, but it was really good because I've been in a professional environment for since I was young. So I know what it takes week in, week out, with it every day. But rugby was for me. Um, I knew as soon as uh, I played football, really. Be honest now, which sport were you better at at 13? Oh, rugby, 100%. 110%. Where did you play in football? What position? Centre-back. They had centre-back for the back, so done a dirty job to the team. Were you a kicking centre-half, a fouling centre-half, or a creative one? Oh, uh, more on the kicking side, I think. Um, <laughs> two, two yellow cards in the uh, football. No, I, yeah, I had a bit of creativity about me as well. In all seriousness, what was it that made you go to rugby? Did you just feel that that was the sport that you loved that bit more? Is that the best way to describe it? Yeah, 100%. I originally went into uh, football because I broke my elbow and it put me off a bit. But as soon as I started playing football, rugby, like I said, is my first love really. Like, since I was little, I just fell in love with it. I just felt natural more than football. So I was naturally, when I was playing for school, the feeling after the games was the best feeling I've had, really. So, um, and I hasn't stopped up until now. Can you just give us an insight on what it's been like for someone like yourself who hasn't played that much in the last 12 to 18 months? How frustrating that's been and what's it just been like to sort of train on your own without any games? Uh, yeah, it's uh, really difficult, to be honest, because we didn't really know what was happening. I think for me, at the back of my head, this 20s was always in the back of my head, every training session, every gym, 
making sure I did everything I could. So when it comes to the 20s, I was ready. But mentally it was challenging because, like we said, we didn't have games to look forward to. But for me, it was just every session, we were just trying to get better because I know the opportunities would come. So just trying to make the most of the time we had, really. You haven't trained that much together. So what can we sort of expect from the team? Just hard work, working for each other. Um, a lot of passion, I think. I think we've got a really good group here. It's really exciting, really good players. And we all really want to work for each other. And obviously for the jersey as well, it's nothing like representing your country at any level. I don't think it's nothing better, to be honest, in my opinion. It's just really togetherness and we're going to give it everything we've got. I'm sure you've been aware that if you look through previous years, there's a lot of under-20 captains that have gone on to have senior careers. Ellis Jenkins, uh, Tommy Ruffles obviously playing at a very high level. Is that an inspiration for yourself? Yeah, it's a massive inspiration. Like you once said, it's not too far away. I try not to look at myself. It's just game by game, training by training. But obviously, as you've seen, it is inspirational because I know it's not too far away, but what's in front of us now, game by game, uh, ready for really. How excited are you about the start of this championship, the sort of new format and the fact that you actually get to play international rugby again for the first time in well over a year? Oh, I can't wait. Uh, really can't wait. Like I said, when we were training in COVID, I've hung on to the 18s feeling, like seeing the anthem after the games, the feeling of that. It just sticks in the back of my head. And like I said, I don't think it's a better feeling for me playing for your country. That's all I want to do, really. So I can't wait. And I can't wait to play with the boys either. I think we work really hard together. We've hit lumps into each other, so we can't wait to uh, put out on the field now. So, yeah, really excited. Wondering if you could give us a picture of what the last 18 months have been like in terms of the training you have been able to do, how you might compare yourself as a player if you'd had all the action, Junior World Championships and other Six Nations, etc. you might have expected to have had by now. I just thought to myself everything happens for a reason. I had to just play with the cards I had, really. So we were training with our regional squads, limited training to start, but just trying to get the most out of everything we could. Like we said, the Junior World Championships, that's massive. But unfortunately, it, it couldn't go on. So we had to just deal with what we had and just try and make the most of it, really. Like I said, when those opportunities come again, we're more than ready for it. Training with a regional squad, were you having to take loads of COVID precautions without getting the reward of the end of it? Or- Getting on the pitch? Yeah, yeah, I know we had to be squeaky clean, really. It's been difficult, been difficult for us all, but fingers crossed it's come to an end now. Privileged to uh, play in this tournament and have competitive games and challenge ourselves at the best level we can now. So, yeah, we're just really looking forward to that. As we heard there, another member of the Cardiff City Football Academy a few years ago was Dan John, son of former Wales scrum half Paul, now coaching out in Hong Kong, and grandson of former Pontypridd and Wales coach Dennis John. So the interview started with asking about how his dad had taken the news of the Wales call up. Yeah, I always get asked this question. Uh, <laughs> I expect he's pretty proud. He's pretty busy at the moment. He's out in Monaco for the repechage. But um, now nah, he's pretty proud. He sent me good messages since uh, the squad's been announced. So I'm pretty chuffed. In terms of your progress and your development, can you talk us through the last year? Because it's been challenging for everybody. It's been a, an opportunity to really concentrate on the smaller skills. We haven't really had the opportunity to expose when we're all in the season and it's game to game every week, it's just training game, training game, and you're sort of recovering. It's an opportunity to really push on in like the smallest sense, just uh, tight skills. And I think now, especially, this will benefit us in, in the Six Nations. But um, other than that, 
being in the extra Chiefs environment and having opportunities to play against that first team every week, preparing them has really helped me and it's been a privileged opportunity. The two senior games you've had for Exeter so far, is that right? Yeah, if you can count the first one, three minutes. <laughs> uh, they, all, they all count. They, they all, all count, count, yeah. But what was that experience like, you know, the English and European champions? Just another level again, I guess. It was a brilliant experience. I wasn't really expecting it. I was meant to be coming into the 20s camp that week and I got called back because there was an injury. I was really chuffed to be pulled in and the boys just backed me and the coaches backed me and I was just chuffed to have the opportunity. And it was just like another game. That's just how I had to treat it because I'd never played in that position before either at 13. So it was just an opportunity for me to have a really have a go. And the coaches really gave me a nothing to lose attitude. And I was pretty happy with how it went. When it came to making that decision, I mean, how long did it take you to decide what to do there? My mum sort of put pressure on me to make sure that I had my education first. So Exeter Sports Science Department's really good. And it was my first choice for university. And when Exeter also came in with an offer, it was a no-brainer. And I sort of just went all out for it. And your mum's a school teacher, isn't she? So is she... Um... She's put the pressure on you academically, which is very good. Yeah. What kind of advice are you getting from your dad on a day-to-day basis? He definitely doesn't let me get on with it. He likes to pull me in and talk about what I do in this situation, would I do anything different. He likes to watch my trainings and my games and just have calls over, well, just like this now because I'm not, I haven't seen him for a while. But he does like to help me improve and he wants to see me do my best, which I'm pretty chuffed with. And he's a good person to take advice from, as well as my grandfather as well. You've talked about playing at Exeter. Who are some of the guys that you've maybe latched onto? some of the senior guys, the big names that have really helped you? Players like Tom O'Flaherty and Alex Cuthbert, they've been really good with me, just saying that I've got to stay in there, um, especially Flats as well, because he was in a similar situation to me a few years ago where he wasn't in that first team playing week in, week out. And he's made his breakthrough season, he said, that you just got to be patient, keep working your socks off and you'll get your opportunities. And he's been really good. A few years ago, he was playing for Bridgend in the Premiership and now he's sort of tearing it up with the senior team. So that just shows, I guess. And he's definitely an inspiration to me as well. You have actually played some rugby, whereas the guys, your Wales teammates who are coming into this camp with, maybe haven't as much. I mean, is that, does that mean you've got sort of a, quite a leadership role to take there, maybe because you're a bit more used to what's required? Well, especially going into that England game, a few weeks back we had a prep game against England and that was some of the boys' first game in over a year. And we wanted to go all out and 100%. And I think a lot of the boys, seen as it was their first game, going 100% was their first point of call. And maybe just taking a step back and relaxing a bit was something that needed to be done. And I think playing through the year just gave me an, an outside like view and helping the other boys get through it because it was a definitely a, a game which we had to learn from. Just wondering, who was the better footballer, you or Alex? Oh, that's a tough question. I think I'd have to go with Alex as a better footballer. He was better with his feet um, on the ball. But um, no, I'd like to say, uh, I'm going with me. <laughs> Definitely going with me, actually. <laughs> Don't let him tell you different. <laughs> <laughs> and, and obviously, flexibility and versatility is one of your strengths. You can play in a few positions. But do you think, well, that's the way that over the next two, three years, you get the most action? Or do you begin to target, right, that's my favourite position. That's where I want to end up. My favourite position is fullback. That's the position I've played the last few years and I've really enjoyed it. But the more positions I play, the more strings I add to my bow, really. Playing in different positions, especially at 13, 
with that defensive role is really good at improving my winger and my full abilities. So the more positions that I play in, the more opportunities that I'll get, the, the better I'll be as a player. You're listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Versatility is a very useful quality for a young player looking for those opportunities early in their career. And someone else who's been served pretty well by that is Cardiff centre Ben Thomas, who's just received his first Wales call-up for this summer's games. So, was he expecting that good news? No, no, not at all. Obviously, you always think there's a slight chance that any youngster will get called in for a summer tour. But uh, a lot of good competition centres, so no, to be honest, I wasn't expecting it at all. What does it mean to you to be in a Wales squad? That's massive. It's nerve-wracking, I'll be honest, but it's what you play rugby for, really. Growing up, is everything you want to achieve is to play for your country. So to maybe have the opportunity to do that is, is yeah, it's tough to point to words. In terms of the Rainbow Cup, it's been a big tournament for you, hasn't it? Helped you sort of develop. You played a couple of positions, obviously, but also played 12 the last couple of games. It's really probably helped you get that selection. Probably been the, the biggest factor in it is just being able to play week in, week out for the, probably the last six, seven weeks. So yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed the Rainbow Cup, especially the fact that even though I played different positions, I played pretty much 80 minutes for six, seven weeks in a row now. Jared Evans and Willis as well, inside and outside of you, both in the squad, that's going to be a help? Yeah, definitely. It'd be really helpful having some familiar faces, especially, say, Jared inside me. He's generally steering the ship, so it'd be quite good to have that sort of familiarity. And good news for the household, you and Owen Lane, both in the squad? Yeah, yeah, it would have been a tough place if, uh, if one of us picked not the other, so definitely good news. Who have you got to thank for this, uh, Ben? Your journey through rugby all the way through. Who's helped you to get to this position? Uh, it's loads. It's probably the, my school teachers at Corpus. Then coming through car schools into into Carbon Vale is where I really kicked off. So I'd, I'd be like Martin Fowler, Dan Fish. They'd both be massive throughout my whole development. And then just really Evans helped me since I've come into the Blues setup. Mainly the senior players a lot. It made quite a smooth transition for me. So giving me little tips along the way this this year made it quite a successful transition. Who was the first person you told when you got the call up? Text my mum. Sent her a little, a little message when I got the email, but told her to keep, make sure she keeps it to herself. I could almost feel the reaction to her text. She's um, not normally too emotive with text. Quite hard to read what she's saying, but I can sort of guess the excitement from her mixed miss texts. With the squad now, you've been picked as a centre. I mean, just that creativity, people talk about a point of difference. Is that something you hope to bring? You know, that sort of uh, passing, sort of distribution in, in the midfield? Yeah, definitely. I think probably something that's been helped by the fact I, I grew up playing at 10. But yeah, something that I feel I can maybe bring in the centre that generally centres tend not to. That's sort of second playmaking option. So hopefully that's something that I can show that I can deliver. You could perhaps play at 12, 13. You played at 10, you played at 15. Have you got a favoured sort of role or do you mind? Yeah, 12 is definitely my favourite. But to be realistic at this stage, just sort of get as many minutes on field as I can. So anywhere that I'm put uh, my best foot forward and just happy to play. I suppose the next foot is trying to get that first cap, isn't it? In those three matches this summer. Definitely, yeah. There'll be a big training camp going into that, so I can just put my best foot forward throughout that camp. Hopefully the rest takes care of itself. If someone had told you maybe a year, two years ago, you could be potentially playing alongside Jonathan Davis in the centre for Wales, um, how far-fetched would that have been to you? Uh, very, very far-fetched. <laughs> That's what I mean by a sort of hard to point to where it's, just, it's a feeling that I never thought quite experienced. You always dream of playing for Wales, but... Just to be named in a squad is sort of something that's really hard to get my head around. 
Is he someone that you ever you always admired as well? Because I mean, his track record is pretty impressive, isn't it? Uh, definitely, he's someone that always always delivers in those big games. Probably since 2011 till now, it's something that watching on yours, you know, he's going to be delivering. So going back to your house with Mr. Lane, who's the one who's um, doing most of the cooking and the cleaning there? Who's the workhorse in the house? We share the cooking load, to be fair. We're both quite quite handy chefs, but I'll give it to him. He takes care of the cleaning most of the time. <laughs> when you look at um, like a moment like against Zebra towards the end, when you made that break for Harry Millard's try, when something like that happens, or, or when you made the break to set up Adams against the Scarlets a few weeks ago, and the Dragons, sorry, can you sort of explain what's going through your head? Does it all just happen instinctively? Because you seem to have so much time on the ball. Yeah, I'll be honest, it's normally quite an instinctive thing. Like if I make that sort of half break, I know that generally we've got pretty good wingers in our team and they're, they're always getting enough away from you. So it's sort of just about, as soon as I'm making that break, keeping my head up and looking for those boys. And they tend to uh, finish the job off. I mean, having actual spectators there for the first time in 15 months, that would be pretty special, I guess, as well. Uh, yeah, it'd be massive, especially for the boys whose family can go and watch and play. It'd be pretty special, yeah. You've obviously come through the, the Cardiff pathway um, all the way through, but could you just talk a bit of how important your stint with Cardiff in the Premiership was? Obviously, you were the newcomer of the year, I think it was, a couple of years back. How big was that for you to play in a successful team and, and come through that pathway? Yeah, I was pretty lucky to be fair. The, the year that I, I spent with Cardiff, we had a really good team. The style of rugby we played sort of suited me as well. So it just allowed me to sort of settle in at 12 when I was moving from 10, settling at 12 for the full year, playing week in, week out, alongside a lot of current and forward pros. I think we had Martin Roberts at nine, me and Max Ryan in the centres. It, it was a really important year for me. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Another player finding the Premiership a useful stepping stone. So that's it from this week's Welsh Rugby Union. Plenty more from both Wales camps next week. Until then, goodbye and stay safe.